name is Fabian Herrera. I'm the owner of CrossFit Zachary. If you are doing your workouts by following the coolest things on Instagram, I'm here to tell you you're doing it all wrong. Come to CrossFit Zachary where you're actually being trained by one of our coaches and you will see the results and guarantee it. Hello, Zachary. It was a busy weekend across the state with Festival International, Jazz Fest, and of course, some unknown indie artists you might have heard of at Tiger Stadium. If you don't know, go on to Facebook and 200,000 of your friends will remind you. That's the one I was at. This week is the week. The dog days of summer edition of Porch and Parish is coming to your mailbox and racks across the city. Look for it in your mailbox on Saturday. Head over to porchandparish.com for a full list of those rack locations to secure your copy. I promise you, it's a good one. Also happening Saturday, break out the big hats and see sucker because ZCL is hosting a Kentucky Derby party on Saturday, May 7th. As always, there's more info and links to purchase tickets on the community calendar at, yep, you guessed it, porchandparish.com. Gotta spell out and. Today's guest is Fabian Herrera, owner of CrossFit Zachary. The gym is gearing up for the annual Murph on Saturday, May 28th, with heat starting at 7.30 a.m. Keep listening for more on what exactly that means and email info at CrossFitZachary.com to register. Full disclosure, CrossFit Zachary is a community partner here with us at Porch and Parish, and we thank you for that support, Fabian. Let me read what the heck we're doing here. Fabian, welcome. You are the owner of CrossFit Zachary right around the corner from here. For those that don't know, what is CrossFit Zachary? CrossFit Zachary is pretty much a group personal training experience where no matter if you're a previous athlete, former athlete, um, a pregnant mom, a 65-year-old retired person, it is a functional fitness exercise program where our coaches, not trainers, we are coaches, lead you guys through an extensive workout leading from start to finish from a warm-up, um, scaling options, and then cool down. Awesome, awesome. How did you get involved with CrossFit, and when did you decide to make this a career choice? Uh, this September will be 11 years. Uh, when I first moved here from California, my buddy, who is a cop, introduced me to it. He, he said, hey, you like to read and nerd out about this stuff? And at the time, I was working at Spectrum here in Zachary, and he gave me the uh, Level 1 study guide. And then I kind of tinkered with it. And that summer, we had the opportunity to go to the CrossFit Games, check it out. And uh, my wife and I, well, actually mainly me, she didn't find the point of uh, the competition part of exercising. But I said, this is something I think Zachary would benefit from. And being the new guy in town, um, I was teaching at the time, part-time, and also I was working at Spectrum as well, as I mentioned earlier. And that's kind of where it took off, started in my garage. What year was that? 2010. 2010. And I think Jen and I linked up with you around 2011, 2012. 2012, the second location, or technically third location if you count the garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I helped you with your commercial building, which was uh, exciting. Well, that was the fourth. Fourth, yes. Yeah. So you are over there at Highway 19. Correct. Yeah. It's the last building on your left as you're leaving Zagreb. Awesome, yeah. So I think the draw for... For for those people who don't really understand CrossFit, if you are tired of continuing to go to the gym by yourself, sit there, look in the mirror, and get the same tired results because you just don't have 
quite that willpower or community to get you past the finish line. I think this offers something a little bit different. Uh, I thought people were just going to be screaming at me and like forcing me to work out, yeah. but it wasn't that. It's it's more of a community. Can you talk? To, can you speak to the community it's element? Definitely community based. Um, I mean, not first and foremost. Every CrossFit gym is independently owned. It's a fran- it's not a franchise. It's a an affiliate. Yeah. So once we get the access to use the name. As a business owner, you have free range of creativity, and I think if you go to any any CrossFit gym, not one is the same. Mm. Um, and I say that pridefully because within this community of Zachary, in the ten years I've been here, I kind of feel like the out- I felt like the outcast, not being from here. Mm-hmm. But when I brought this idea and um, being in this industry for a while since I was in high school, the community aspect of it was organic it was just, just became so natural where we'd hang out outside the gym and we became really close it's like a little network within itself besides the actual fitness part and i know some people are there just to work out but other people really see it as a third place you know you've heard of the place like most people spend their life at work yeah where'd you pick up that term third place third place yeah uh we've been talking about that this week yeah. Every, your third place is third place you you spend all of your time right though. so it's work you've, okay home other all right. So most people, it's a book club or a bar, church. And so that kind of, when I heard that, yeah. that's kind of how I created our atmosphere to be that third place, to come, work out, you know, hang out. And it happens, again, organically. People just tend to hang out. What I love to see, because I'm the first one that, that the first point of contact with our clients, and they'll share their profession and what they do. And I kind of connect them with other members, like, hey, you're a teacher. Well, she's a teacher, too. Yeah. And so it's just I just love seeing those relationships grow in there. Well, community is super important to us at Porch and Parish. It, it's it's one of the reasons that we started doing what we're doing at all. And I think Zachary as a whole, it, it struggles to identify third places in general. So your gyms are kind of a hub of community. You know, it, if anybody's listening in, we would love to hear your thoughts on where you find your third place in Zachary. Uh, hit us up at brie at porchandparish.com with those comments. How do I say this politely? Are your kids a little lazy? Are they ordering too many skins on Fortnite and sitting on the couch too much? CrossFit Zachary will host Sports Performance Camp for kids ages 13 to 16 starting May 31st with camp on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. It's a great way to keep your kids active this summer. Learn more or register by reaching out to Fabian at info at CrossFitZachary.com. So getting back into to the community that CrossFit Zachary really is, I've noticed that people can come from out of state, having a little bit of background in their CrossFit uh, communities, they can come be transplants here, work at the plant, work at a new job in Zachary, send their kids to school, and just kind of pick up right where they started as far as having that that work, that community right. through CrossFit. Yeah, regardless if they have a CrossFit background or not, yeah. they're obviously looking for a new gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to find us, and next thing you know, they're they're very engulfed into the the fitness part of it as well, but they start making relationships and it's something I get caught off guard. I'm like, Hey, he was just here a week ago. And mm-hmm. there's just like, he's just hanging out with these other people or, or they're doing things with their families and their kids. Mm-hmm. They hook, they, they hook up and they, they meet outside uh, a social setting. And, yeah. I, and I find that very much kind of taking credit for it. That CrossFit Zachary kind of was the place that was first created. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's awesome. And <laughs> a community like Zachary. Yeah. Yeah. 
I still have very fond memories of uh, everybody meeting up at the uh, local Mexican restaurant. At the time, Jeez. it was what was it? Cabo's. Cinco Cabo's. De Mayo. And what uh, other? It, it's Cinco, been other Mexican restaurants since when but, I first moved I, here. Yeah. After I'm talking about after a, a big workout, which y'all call a wad. Yeah, workout of the day. Yeah, uh, you'd go and and meet up at the local Mexican. Yeah, sometimes too much. I think I got to a point where people thought I was part owner of the restaurant. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but yeah, it's fun times. But some people would say, well, you know, I don't. It's like a fraternity, right? I don't want to pay to have friends, or I don't need to pay to have friends. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's you take what you want out of it. Yeah, it's there for 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 the individual, mm-hmm. whether it's just to work out, get in and get out, yeah, or just hang out. Well, yeah. I really enjoy seeing both. Fabian, you make no qualms about being Californian, uh, being Mexican American. Um, you know, I consider myself Italian American. We've talked about this before. How has that experience been to come to Zachary and be just a little bit kind of at first other? Right? You said other, other. I mean, first it was the South. Yeah. Right? What, yeah. You know. How did I end up here? It was my my wife we were dating yeah. at the time, and I uh, was teaching in San Diego. But second year into it, and that's when the big 2007 yeah. big budget crisis hit, mm-hmm. and she left a bad taste in my mouth about becoming a teacher mm-hmm. or staying being a teacher. And so yeah. things were going well with my wife, uh, girlfriend at the time, Beth, and uh, I said the heck with it, and I just sold my stuff, yeah. loaded up my truck. She flew out, and we drove back yeah. cross country, and. Uh, but to answer your question, at first I felt like that, but then being bilingual, I think it's helped me create a lot of relationships. I mean, that's kind of what my, what got my foot in the door in Zachary schools. My background's in kinesiology. Mm. I couldn't find a teaching job at the time in that department, so I was subbing, and they said, hey, you know Spanish? I go, yes. And so they mm-hmm. offered me the teaching position at uh, Northwestern Elementary, which is K through first yeah. at the time. Actually, no, it was pre-K through first. Now it's just kindergarten i believe yeah but anyways that really i I give that a lot of credit and people uh the staff there really brought me in and helped me out Mm -hmm. uh feel welcomed and then that was actually my first bunch of clients was all the uh teachers from there about seven seven eight and uh three of them are still with me (laughs) Mm -hmm. my my daily psa is that teachers are the most underrated and under under underappreciated uh members of our society in zachary so uh, anything you can do to lift up a teacher today, go for it. And this is a good segue to talk about your work with the youth. In Zachary, we put a huge emphasis on success in athletics. Now, I've met several people who have come through your gym as youth athletes that have gone on to greatness, and you're training them. Correct. Tell me about that. That's actually, this year was a big jump on uh... – Three or four of them that started with me, you know, t- from time to time, it pops up on Facebook stories mm-hmm. or what do you call memories. And these kids were like eight or nine, some were seven, and yeah. now they're in my adult class. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we focus on CrossFit kids. It's changed up a little bit. I'm more sports performance based. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that since our second location, so about seven years now. Yeah. I've been doing it. So when people ask me, like, do you miss teaching? I was like, eh, no, because I kind of never left it, and I really yeah. enjoy working with kids. And I think it's it's an early childhood development as far as kinesthetically, locomotor skills. More is not better. And I'm kind of taking the opportunity here to share that with a lot of parents that think these kids have to play year-round. And that's fine, but I think it has to be a happy balance of both uh, body and mind, skill, mm-hmm. recovery. I've been, and especially in baseball, because that's kind of my... my um, my background. And You're a left-handed pitcher, right? I was a left-handed pitcher. 
And a lot of these kids now, that, you know, middle school, high school, are getting elbow surgery, shoulder mm. surgery, and it's just the numbers are, are getting bigger and bigger. So yeah. I'm here to say that more is not better and mm-hmm. let the kids develop. Uh, usually by having them stick to just one sport, yeah, they're under they're, they're underdeveloped. And, all, you know, it's a well-balanced body, coordination, and so forth. Keep listening. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Can you still achieve success in high school athletics and make it into the college level if you don't have any performance training outside of your normal coaching regimen at at the the school level i believe so but i think if the earlier you get them in there like with our kids for example they get started with just the pvc pipe technique technique and i get a lot of and, and you're lifting this yeah you're teaching them the, yeah you're teaching <laughs> yeah. them the techniques yeah you know but i think to answer your question i think they can if they have the mechanics as in baseball again what they're looking for is speed arm strength mm-hmm. but definitely strength is a necessity not just being able to swing the bat or yeah. catch the ball or throw the ball i think a lot of kids reach a point where they can't get any better mm-hmm. but they think doing practice of the same skill hitting pitching is the is is the way to get there and it's not i think a lot of it has to do with physical ability physical strength and flexibility and just learning how to really use your body in different planes especially now with all the technology i see and people get hooked up with these monitors and they can see where they're they're recruiting muscles what muscles are not being recruited and then they take that and then they create a program uh for that individual yeah i don't have a lot of technology but i can pretty much say like my biggest thing is when i see kids mechanics is their footwork or they're flat-footed or their knees are caving in or they have range of motion issues i can pretty much see it after 11 years i can see mechanically what what they're missing and we try to help awesome well, I can personally just give testimony that as somebody that's almost 40 now, just the the, the basic training that I, I received at CrossFit Zachary gave me the ability to save my back going into the, the, the years, you know, ahead of me. I was working out wrong my whole life and just CrossFit at its core level teaches you how to pick up something without hurting yourself. Correct. And I did start with that light PVC pipe. I'm remembering it now. So can you... Tell us maybe a little bit about what Murph is. You see a lot. Murph. Yeah. Funny you say that because we're actually getting ready for that next uh, month, May. Memorial Day Murph. A little backstory there. If you watch the movie uh, Lone Survivor, it's Mm -hmm. based off of Michael Murphy, who is a SEAL. Yeah. Um, And so in the CrossFit community, every year we do this awesome workout. Most people will call it uh, something else. But it's (laughs) where you run a mile, Uh you come back in, and you complete 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then complete another mile. Um, some choose to do it with the vest. That's as prescribed. A weight vest. A weighted vest. How and, many pounds? Uh, 20 pounds for the guys and 14 for the girls. Okay. 
and um, it's usually one of our biggest events turnout. Um, and we can split it up again. If you just heard that description, it's like 100 pull-ups. I know you've already yep. done 10. Uh, we're there to scale it. You can break it up and do it with a partner. And that's the beauty about CrossFit. You know, um, people don't know what it really entails until they come in with in those four walls. Yeah. And the, and that's kind of been my thing this year, or actually the last couple of years, but breaking that stigma of what CrossFit is not. I've brought and, my mom before right? as a guest. And yeah. when you say scaling, it if you can't do a pull-up. Yeah, you do uh, a ring then, row. Yeah, you, you're going to do, do something that's. Something that you can even start using your own body weight. Yeah. You know. Um, cool. Because the downfall is if someone happens, just they Google CrossFit, just the word CrossFit, <laughs> and they're going to see you know, all yeah. these guys beefed up. And that's just like 2% of the community. Gotcha. You know, so. Well, look, we're going to leave it there just for the sake of time. So if you want to learn more, hit Fabian up at info at CrossFitZachary.com, and you can see for yourself. All right, without further ado, we are going to move into the lightning round. You may say we're going to put our hips into it. <laughs> uh, uh, no. But Fabian, what is your favorite exercise? And what is your, your least favorite exercise? In CrossFit, my favorite exercise that I learned to love is uh, the pull-ups. Because mm. it's so simple, yet it's so difficult for a lot of people, myself included. Mm-hmm. When I first started, I couldn't. I, I hated middle school. I was that kid that kind of creeped back in the back of the line to get those pull-ups in. Yeah. And then when I first started CrossFit, I used that band, the green band, that kind of assists you. Mm-hmm. And uh, just putting in work day after day, and uh, I can do them pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that's my favorite. There's this band that kind of like slingshots you into the air a little yeah. bit. Sorry. My least favorite is the thruster. It's pretty much just front squat with the barbell, front mm-hmm. squat, and a push press put together. And so they made <laughs> I, a baby, and they created what's called the thruster. Now, that's the only one that's not a man-made movement. I sorry, still sorry, remember the thruster. Movement. It's it's a it's horrible a feeling yeah. that comes through the body. But it's a good just, body workout. I yeah. mean, targets everything. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast this morning? CrossFit as a community is funny about food like you hear things like i'm gonna drink my coffee bulletproof and i'm going to just yeah. tell us uh, the people what? i mean the crossfits you come across crossfitters you come across they're, they're coffee snobs uh yeah. this morning i had a actually a decaf coffee and an apple got to got to the gym coached my first class then i went to cc's and had another uh cortado I, some people call it a cap uh a true macchiato, just pretty much espresso. Macchiato means slap your mama is in it? Italian. Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Macchiato. Fact check that. It is. Is it stained? Which uh, I just feel like starting over the podcast now. Stained. <laughs> stained. You're wrong. You... <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> All right. What makes a great coach? Presence and attitude. Knowing what you're doing. I think that's kind of what's helped me with my background in education. Just be, it's a classroom and you got to be prepared. Otherwise, I guess I can say it this way. Like you'd be a great coach, right? Because I can teach you how to teach a squat. I can't mm-hmm. teach you to be nice. Yeah. Or I can't teach you to be engaging because really when you're on that stage, you know, when you're coaching, you're a little bit of everything. You're a performer, mm-hmm. you're an instructor, you're a teacher, you're a motivator, you're a counselor. Um, and it really in that one hour, you really got to have all these tools in your, in your back pocket to deal with personal I'm sorry, different personalities 
yeah kind of seeing them you kind of see if you have your regular people and you're like you know you kind of gauge how they're doing and you kind of check in with them because one bad experience and you lose that client and so that's my biggest focus is presence and attitude for me personally and also for my staff and mm-hmm. uh, uh, my staff's awesome uh they, they relate real well with all our clients and it's, it's just a fun environment to stay motivated yeah they're high performers that's that's for sure all right you up for a quick game of would you rather sure all right <laughs> full, full disclosure here we didn't get fabian's questions or the, uh, we couldn't get you access to the questions that we waiting for that email like is he <laughs> gonna get it i swear we sent them uh all right so this is all fresh to you would you rather be in charge of what <laughs> Wiping up vomit after an athlete or tossing your own cookies after a hard workout or Murph? I would rather toss my own cookies. That was the question? Yeah. It is. I'm not going to clean up somebody else's. Although, I I mean, you do, don't you? I have, yeah. I mean, that's in the membership. Well, I have to because then she's going to come into the next class and she's going to be rolling all over the same area. So, yeah, Yeah. we've got to clean it. I will say the floors are like Disney World there. You can eat off of them. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah. Would you rather be without internet for a week or without a phone for a week? I'd rather be out without a phone because just before I came here, the internet in this area, I don't know what's going on. It dropped like three times. I hate that. Mm. There's nothing worse than playing your music. You're in the middle of workout and you're just like, especially as a coach because you're across the room. You're like, oh, yeah. crap. W- what service provider do you use? Can I say? Cox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know if it's just different areas yeah. in town. I mean, but, I don't want you dogging out Zachary's internet connectivity, no. and, and you know, it's probably Cox, unless we have them on as a guest or a sponsor. Would you rather be half your height or double your weight? Whoa, half my height or double my weight? Double my weight? No, 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 no way. <laughs> Let me think that one through. If you were half your height, you could be my brother. Pounds? Huh? If you were half your height, you could be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna take that back. I'd rather be half my size, height. Okay, yeah. that's respectful. Yeah, to short people. Cause I can All still right. move around a little bit more comfortable and <laughs> need a ladder. I, I think I had a stool that I had to stand on to jump up to the uh, like twelve spring, foot high sprinkler box. Below. <laughs> Bars. All right. That's it, Fabian. You've made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you didn't realize, Fabian's a friend. He's been a friend for years. And, man, I just appreciate all the good work you do in this community. Just keep it up. Any final thoughts before we head out today? No, I just kind of wanted to um, share the same thing with Mike's actually make me feel comfortable when I first moved here. You're not from you're from New Orleans, right? Obviously. Yeah, New Orleans. And better so area. when Mike and I first met, it was through CrossFit. Um, how'd you end up coming? Uh, we came up here for the schools. We were living in South Downs, and we uh, were looking at really expensive private school uh, tuition for for the kids, for our fledgling family. And we just came up to Zachary and said, "Hey, let's make a life here." So it awesome. was beautiful. Had number one school district. Yep. So and then so Mike and I met through CrossFit, and then we influenced me to start our little uh 
mastermind. Remember that where we used yes, to Yes, we would meet at Waffle House and so like, brings me, I try you a to take today. over the world. I brought you your own little Waffle House shirt. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> All right, yeah. for those of you who are not looking at this, it says CrossFit Zachary, but it's in Waffle House tiles. We're going to have to get a, a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, we've come a long way, buddy. Yeah. A long God. way. That's where Mike kind of helped me. Ten-year history here. He helped me. Uh, here you go. Thank helped you. me. Um, Kind of wrap my mind around the the business mindset of how to run a business because I have no business experience, no nothing. So I just believed in what I was offering, and and there's days I wish I like to do as coach, but that's not a reality. But it's yeah, it's obviously helped me out, and uh, like thank you. Yeah, man, thank you so much. I appreciate this. I really don't know what to say. But uh, look, in Zachary, the uh, the Zachary dream is very much like the American dream, and we appreciate and want to help all small businesses out there uh, with whatever platform we offer at Porch and Parish. So uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, we are on our 15th episode right now. I don't know which order this one will come awesome. out, but we'll catch you next time. Thank you.